Hi, everyone. Welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts, where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa. And as always, the world of music is a busy place, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on. This podcast ain't gonna listen to itself. Hey everybody, welcome back to another week of Zapogram. Thanks for showing up. How's everybody doing? How you been? How's your week going? You guys, I'm not going to lie. It's been a long week. Been a long week. It's been a long weekend. A lot of stuff going on. But when you stay busy, there's less chance of being bored. Am I right? I uh, I hope that this this podcast finds you and yours well and happy. And that you're ready for a ton of news, especially a ton of tour news, because we got loads of that this week. Also, guess what? Zappagram is approaching its one-year anniversary. That's right. Been a year since I started this thing. This thing being the newsletter, not the podcast. The podcast is relatively new. Um, just started that four or five weeks ago. But we've been at the newsletter for a year. So next week marks our 52nd newsletter. And uh, and I couldn't be happier that you have all generously invited me into your ears and inboxes. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has subscribed and, uh, and listened and left reviews and comments and sent emails and shouted out the podcast and the newsletter on social media. I see all of you and you are greatly appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for the one-year anniversary, I'm expanding the range, the, the reach, the, the, the scope of this podcast. And as I've mentioned before, in addition to the weekly uh, news podcast, which you're listening to now, we're going to soon start releasing episodes comprised of interviews with some awesome bands and artists and writers and producers and photographers, all, all people that are connected to the music industry somehow. And so this weekend, we've recorded the first two of those. I had a great time talking with my friends Ryan and Abby from the Bothering the Band podcast and talking with Claire and John from the band Bloom, one of my favorite new bands that I've just recently discovered. So they're going to be on the show. Those episodes are going to be out in the next couple of weeks. And on the episode with Claire and John from the band Bloom, I am honored that we are going to be debuting their new single on that episode. So be sure to keep an eye out or an ear out, rather, as it were, for that. One quick small housekeeping note. I did want to uh, note that for reasons beyond my control, next week's podcast and newsletter will be delayed by one day. And so that'll be released on Tuesday, April the 11th, as opposed to the normal Monday release cycle. Anywho, if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to tell your friends, your enemies, your hairdresser, postal carrier, DMV worker, distant cousin, and anyone else you think that will listen. And be sure to leave a review uh, for the podcast on your streaming platform of choice. I would appreciate it very, very much. All right, enough shameless self-promotion. Let's get into things here. Coming up this week, one of the birthdays we're celebrating for a, a music legend who's no longer with us, Muddy Waters. Uh, we, we have our quote of the week from Muddy Waters. He said, the blues had a baby and they called it rock and roll. I love that quote. In this week's Rock the Vote, I'm asking the question, will you be shopping at, i.e. supporting, your local record store for Record Store Day 
this year, which is April 22nd. Those poll responses are yes, absolutely, can't, I'm broke, or I don't have a local record store, in which case, I'm sorry. But if that is the case, you know, you can always uh, support your most local record store to you and, and order online. I'm sure that's, that's definitely an option. You know how I always say that the world of music is a busy place? Well, this week was no exception. A ton of great new music was released, so this week's weekly playlist, number 51, which you can find on Spotify and Apple Music, links to those are in the newsletter. Uh, We were featuring music from Bloom, Butch Bastard, Jonathan Wilson, Great Lake Swimmers, Boy Genius, Jenny Lewis, Twin Ritual, City in Color, Alberta Cross, The Hold Steady, New Pornographers, and Nico Case. Now, not all of that is new music. Actually, most of that is new music, save for the the Nico Case songs, but the new Pornographer's track uh, is actually featuring Nico Case, and then that made me think, hey, I should add some more Nico Case to the playlist. So it did, because everybody knows you can never have too much Nico Case. And with that little tidbit of wisdom, it seems like a good time to jump into this week's music news. Hold on to your hats, everybody. We've got a lot of stuff to cover here. Uh, first of all, we're going to talk about this new concert. No, no, not a new concert, a new mega concert that has just been announced. This new mega concert is called Power Trip. It will be held in Indio, California, October 6th through the 8th. That, of course, is a weekend. Now, listen to this lineup. On Friday night, you've got Guns N' Roses and Iron Maiden. Okay, Saturday night, ACDC, and Ozzy. What? Sunday night, Metallica and Tool. Dude, can you, can you, can you wrap your brain around that lineup? Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, ACDC, Ozzy, coming back out of retirement, and Metallica and Tool. Wow. That's a show. If you are anywhere in the Southern California area, uh, you should try to get tickets for that right away. And just to clarify, I I mentioned that is in Indio, um, that is in the same location as Coachella every year. So if you've been to Coachella, you know where to go for Power Trip. Our next few news stories here are all related to new music, which is coming out soon, which has just been announced, which we did not know about before right now. Starting with Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis is back with her first new album in four years. It's called Joy All, kind of like joy and y'all but all together joy all j-o-y apostrophe a-l-l anyway it's uh out june the 9th and she's released a new single from that album called psychos great track it's on the weekly playlist you should check it out next up we've got my morning jacket announced a new live album mmj live volume 3 bonnaroo 2004 return to thunderdome This is uh, dropping on Friday, June the 9th via ATO Records. It'll be the third installment of the band's ongoing MMJ Live series. Last year, they released uh, Volume 2, which was live from Chicago uh, in 2021. They released it in 2022. It was live from Chicago 2021. And then the year prior to that, in 2021, they released uh, Volume 1, which was a live show from 2015. 
So this new live album captures their uh, 2004 performance at Bonnaroo, which has earned a place in the annals of alternative rock history. Storm clouds rolled in as the band stepped onto the stage, and the rain started coming down as they delivered an energetic set that included Golden and Magita and just all their all their great songs from, from that era. So be sure to keep an eye out for that one. Buckle up for a bunch of boy genius news. Boy Genius, of course, the supergroup consisting of Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Degas, and Julian Baker have just released their first full-length record called The Record, and with it they've shared a short film, uh, a visual counterpart to the album, uh, if you will, which was directed by Kristen Stewart, who you know from all of the films that she's been in. Just to talk about the album really quickly, the album itself, The Record, um, it's fantastic. If you guys haven't heard it yet, you should really check it out. There are some incredible three-part harmonies that would make Crosby, Stills, and Nash weep. The songwriting is incredible. The production is incredible. And yeah, those harmonies. Whew, man, so good. So check out the new album. Check out their, uh, their video slash short film that they've released to accompany it. And while we're on the subject of Boy Genius... We're going to dip into the tour news, and Boy Genius has announced a 2023 tour as well. They'll be kicking things off at Coachella later this month, and then they're going to move on uh, to 14 more dates, hitting uh, Pomona, Phoenix, Houston, Asheville, Wilmington, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Vancouver, George Washington, Bend, Oregon, Montana, Bonner, Montana, Boise, Idaho, Salt Lake City, and Denver. So if they are coming to a city near you, you should go see them. The Smashing Pumpkins announced a tour with Interpol and Stone Temple Pilots. The World is a Vampire Tour begins in July and runs through early September. There are a ton of stops on this tour, so check the link in the newsletter for dates and cities. Three more killer acts that are touring together, Modest Mouse, Pixies, and Cat Power are all touring together. They will co-headline, Modest Mouse and Pixies will co-headline with Cat Power supporting across the North American tour, which kicks off this summer in August in Asbury Park and concludes in mid-September in San Diego. Sandeasy. Once again, check the link in the newsletter to see if they're coming to a town near you. The phenomenal Andrew Bird is on tour as we speak. Uh, Just kicked that off at the end of last month, end of March, and he will be touring through the summer. Along this tour, he will be supported by special guests Ted Poor, Joan Shelley, Madison Cunningham on uh, different dates, of course, so be sure again to check the link to see if he's coming anywhere near you. Whoo boy, so much tour news. We're still going. In more tour news, Elvis Costello and the Imposters have announced a tour. We are all going on a summer holiday. They will be supported on this tour by Nick Lowe and Los Straight Jackets. Tickets are already on sale, and that tour runs through mid-July, so check the link in the newsletter once again to find out if they are coming anywhere near you. John Mayer has been on a massive solo acoustic tour as of late, and he has just announced an extension to that tour with a ton of new dates, a ton of new North American dates, I should say, and he's also teased that UK and Europe dates are coming soon. The fall leg of the tour will kick off on October 3rd at New York City's famed Madison Square Garden, and we'll make stops in Boston, Philly, Chicago, Atlanta, Nashville, and more before concluding on November 10th at the Kia Forum in Los Angeles. Here's one for you. Skrillex has announced a five-hour performance at Colorado's Red Rocks Amphitheater. Tickets go on sale this Friday. 
Apparently, he recently did something similar to this uh, at a gig at Madison Square Garden. So he'll be hitting the decks at 7 p.m. and playing tunes until midnight. That is one long-ass concert, right? I mean, I know that Springsteen shows are long. I know that Taylor Swift shows uh, on this new tour are incredibly long. We're talking three-plus hours, but five hours? Five hours of Skrillex. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it just me? Does that seem excessive to anyone else? I mean, present probably doesn't to Skrillex, but I don't know. And you know nobody's sitting down at a Skrillex show. I mean, you go to Skrillex to dance. So five hours? Whew. Maybe I'm just old. Our last piece of tour news is uh, about Madonna. Madonna's announced an extra eight dates for her winter U.S. tour, uh, with a focus on trans rights in Tennessee. The additional shows were revealed in an announcement that put special emphasis on a show she's added for Nashville on December 22nd, where she plans to put the spotlight on the state of Tennessee's recent wave of LGBTQ plus targeted bills. And the additional dates take place in Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Palm Springs, Sacramento, San Francisco, Las Vegas, and Phoenix. Okay, I think that's it for tour news. Next up, congratulations are in order for Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey has been, uh, it's been an exciting year for her. She's had all kinds of stuff going on. She's got a new album that just dropped last week. Her dad has a new album in the works uh, that features her on a couple of tracks. And now she has gotten engaged to Evan Winokur, who is a managing partner at a media firm, Range Media, and he's a musician himself. So yeah, congratulations, Lana Del Rey. Congratulations on your pending nuptials. Sadly, every week we have to come to the part where we talk about people who have passed away, and this week, Bobby Urkeling, whose hug became a symbol of Woodstock, died at the age of 73. Embracing her boyfriend, a blanket around them, she appeared on the cover of the soundtrack for Woodstock, the 1970 documentary film about the music festival. She's on the cover of that. Everybody knows that image. It's iconic. Uh, It was apparently taken very early in the morning, and uh, two of them were hugging, and the photographer happened to be there, and then that became the the iconic cover for the film and the soundtrack. And sadly, she passed away. Keith Reed, the lyricist for Procol Harum, has passed away at the age of 78. He, of course, uh, wrote the iconic Procol Harum song, Wider Shade of Pale, which, if I had to say, it was it was one of my favorite songs of all time. It would be in the top 100 of my favorite songs of all time, for sure. He passed away on March 23rd at the age of 76. Tom Leiden, co-founder of Mud Crutch, has passed away at 70. Mud Crutch, of course, was a band that he was in with Tom Petty. He's also the brother of uh, Eagles guitarist Bernie Leiden, and he passed away peacefully of natural causes. Seymour Stein, whose Sire Records launched Madonna's career, and he signed such early punk acts as uh, the Ramones and New Wave acts like uh, Talking Heads. He passed away Sunday morning in Los Angeles after a long battle with cancer. He was 80 years old. As you may or may not be aware, there was a lot of bad weather this past week, and uh, unfortunately, uh, during a severe storm, A roof collapsed at a Morbid Angel show in Illinois, killing one person and injuring dozens of others. There was apparently a tornado, and uh, about 30 minutes into the concert, right after a tornado warning was issued for the area, the roof caved in and collapsed uh, near near the stage, injuring tons of people and unfortunately killing one person. 
Moving ahead to other news which may or may not be music-related, but almost always is, Questlove is going to direct Disney's new Aristocats movie. The Roots drummer will oversee the music for the live-action hybrid reimagining of the 1970 Disney classic. Hulu and FX are set to release a Jay Dilla documentary. The prolific producer is credited for changing the sound of hip-hop, proving influential to many with unique lo-fi style of beat-making and drum programming. The legacy of Jay Dilla will be part of the New York Times Presents series produced with FX and is described as an intimate portrait of Dilla's life and legacy. Black Sabbath's Geezer Butler is uh, publishing a new memoir called Into the Void, From Birth to Black Sabbath and Beyond. It will chronicle his childhood in post-war Birmingham, England, the formation of Black Sabbath, and the stories behind War Pigs, Paranoid, Iron Man, and several other of the band's biggest hits. That book is coming out on June the 6th. And lastly, I've got a new one for you. You ever heard of something called an Algorave? Algorave. Apparently, they're doing this in Brooklyn. Picture this. You walk into a club, and you see someone in front of a computer. Behind this person is a projector screen displaying code that they are feverishly typing to create musical sounds and visual effects in real time. What you're witnessing is live coding music. I'm not even sure how you generate music from code, much less in real time. But it's happening. People are doing it, and they're calling it an algo-rave. There's a, there's a link to an alternative press article all about this in the newsletter. Be sure to check that out. And that's going to do it for this week's music news. This week's Z-Rex, Zappa's Recommendations, I'm highlighting an article titled, The Meditations of Vinyl Jesus. That's right. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's also the title of this episode, The Meditations of Vinyl Jesus, because Jesus, what a title. Evan Armstrong, writing for Napkin Math, penned this piece, The Meditations of Vinyl Jesus. Music producer Rick Rubin explores the creative process. It is an absolute must-read. If you you appreciate Rick Rubin, if you uh, like Pearls of Wisdom, if you want to explore the creative process with Rick Rubin and hear some of those Pearls of Wisdom that he has to offer, check this article out and check out his, uh, his book. Secondly and lastly... Multi-instrumentalist, singer-songwriter-producer extraordinaire Jonathan Wilson just released a new single called Marzipan. The accompanying video that I've included in the newsletter is one you've really got to see. It's a, it's a beautiful artistic rendering full of color and stop-motion animation and bizarre transformations that you, you, you have to see it to believe it, to appreciate it. Uh, and the song itself is incredibly beautiful as well. So be sure to check that out. I don't highlight a lot of uh, music videos. But, but this one's really something special you should see. Going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Are you tired of missing new music releases by the artists and bands you love? Music Butler sends you an email to let you know when the musicians you love release music, whether that be new full-length albums, shorter EPs, or even new singles. Services like Apple Music or Spotify don't always notify you of album releases on time, and they don't show upcoming releases for your favorite musicians, but... Music Butler does. You can automatically import artists from your Apple Music, Spotify, or Last.fm accounts, or you can manually follow your favorites. It's free to try it out for 30 days. Music Butler takes all the effort out of staying current. Stop missing out on new releases and sign up for a free trial of Music Butler today at musicbutler.io. All right, as I said, we have had a ton of great new releases drop this past week. 
There's new music out right now with links in the newsletter to listen to all of these on your streaming platform of choice from uh, Alberta Cross, Boy Genius, Crazy Horse, Jose Gonzalez, Nick Waterhouse, The Hold Steady, The New Pornographers, uh, The White Stripes had their deluxe reissue of Elephant come out, and uh, William Tyler and The Impossible Truth released their new album as well. Again, links in there to listen to all of these um, of, of particular note. The Alberta Cross, the new Alberta Cross, is really, really, really good. And the new Boy Genius, also really, really, really good. What I've heard of the new Hold Steady and the new Pornographers is, uh, is awesome as well. So anyway, links in there. Check all of those out as soon as you can. Coming on Friday of this week, we're expecting new music from Blonde Shell, Devin Gilfillian, Groundlift, Matthew Logan Vasquez, uh, Mudhoney, Oracle Sisters, and Wednesday. Coming up after that for the rest of the month, we've got new releases on the horizon for Angel Olsen, Chatpile, Feist, Fruit Bats, Gogo Penguin, Kirsten Blue, Metallica, Mickey Sunshine, uh, Natalie Merchant, Tallest Man on Earth, Everything But the Girl, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, the Smashing Pumpkins, Twin Ritual, and The National. Whew, that's a shitload of new music. This brings us to our final section on this date, musical happenings of historical significance. On this day, April 3rd, we celebrate birthdays of Doris Day, Mike Ness of Social Distortion, and uh, Simon Ramon of Cocteau Twins, uh, Sebastian Bach of Skid Row, and Jamie Hewitt, co-creator of Gorillaz, all celebrate birthdays today. Also, on this day in 1990, American jazz singer Sarah Vaughn died of cancer. April 4th birthdays include Muddy Waters, the great Muddy Waters, and the great Jill Scott. Also on April the 4th of 2007, a Swedish couple ran into trouble with authorities after trying to name their baby Metallica. Michael and Carolina Tomorrow went to court with the country's national tax authority about naming their daughter after the rock band. The six-month-old had been baptized Metallica, but tax officials said the name was inappropriate. Under Swedish law, both first names and surnames need to win the approval of authorities before they can be used. So sadly, baby Metallica had to be renamed. I'm not sure what they changed her name to, but sucks that she couldn't keep Metallica. April 5th birthdays include Mike McCready of Pearl Jam, Paula Cole, Pharrell Williams, and Eric Jernigan of Rosetta and oh so many other bands. Also, on April 5th in 1994, Kurt Cobain committed suicide at his home in Seattle, both strangely, tragically, and coincidentally. On that same day in 2002, Lane Staley of Alice in Chains was found dead in his apartment from a overdose, a mixture of heroin and cocaine. Ugh, don't do drugs, kids. On um, April 6th, we celebrate birthdays of Merle Haggard and Frank Black, a.k.a. Black Francis of Pixies, and oddly enough, celebrating his birthday, Merle Haggard, on that day, it's also the same day that he died in 2016 of uh, complications from pneumonia. April 7th, we celebrate the birthdays of Billie Holiday and John Oates of Holland Oates. Also on that day, on April 7th, Andy Johns, a veteran producer and engineer, died at the age of 61. He worked on many classic albums, including uh, Rolling Stone's Exile on Main Street, Television's Marquee Moon, and a series of albums by Zeppelin. Uh, he passed away in 2013. And sadly, in uh, 2020, on that day, April 7th, 2020, we lost the great John Prine at the age of 73 due to complications from COVID-19. 
April 8th, we're celebrating birthdays for Izzy Stradlin of Guns N' Roses, Julian Lennon, Ezra Koenig of Vampire Weekend, and Matt Healy of the 1975. Also, on that date in 1997, singer-songwriter Lara Nero died from ovarian cancer. And in 2010, Malcolm McLaren, a former manager of the Sex Pistols and New York Dolls, and Bow Wow Wow, died from cancer at age 64. Lastly, on April the 9th, we're celebrating birthdays for uh, Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance, Albert Hammond Jr. of The Strokes, and Lil Nas X. And on that date in 2021, rapper DMX died of a cocaine-induced heart attack. Don't do drugs, kids. Hey, you guys, that's it for me again this week. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for telling everybody about Zappagram, the mother of all music newsletters. I am looking forward to seeing you guys back here again next week for our one-year anniversary show again on Tuesday. So until then, everybody, be good. Take care of one another. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Don't forget to check out the music and the links that I highlighted. Those are all available in the newsletter. And until next week when we meet again, take care, everybody.